Hello and welcome to the Fostering Options monthly podcast, the podcast that delves into the remarkable world of fostering, a chance for us to shine a light on the stories of some of our fantastic staff and foster carers. My name is Alice Turbine and I'm the Recruitment and Marketing Officer here at Fostering Options. Today I'm joined by Lorraine, as promised in our last episode, and she has taken the time to talk to us about fostering, how she got started, literally everything you can think of. So if you're thinking about becoming a foster carer, then this is the podcast to listen to. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lorraine. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Firstly, could I ask you, introduce yourself for our listeners and just tell us a little bit more about you. My name is Lorraine. We've been as a family fostering for the last year. We initially started doing respite and now we've got two boys living with us permanently. And we've also got a daughter of our own at home who's 14. Previously, I used to teach lecture at a local college in animal science, but I taught business predominantly to teenagers. So I had quite a lot of experience looking after children in terms of the fact that I was a lecturer also uh, was quite heavily involved in guiding so that sort of led us to wanting to do it. (laughs) Why did you decide to foster? What was that sort of light bulb moment when you thought yes I want to do this? We decided to foster because it's something I personally had wanted to do for a long time before I went into teaching to be honest. I at the time think that people single people could foster but I now know differently but um it's something I really want to do and we decided as a family that we'd give it a go because it's not just about me at the end of the day it's all of our lives and we thought we've probably got a good 10 years in us before we retire so we thought we'd better hurry up and do it now and give it a go now what have you enjoyed about fostering with fostering options okay so some of the benefits with fostering with a private company like fostering options are that you definitely get a lot more continuity you always see the same person you always have the same supervision um they offer lots and lots of training and they're always there basically to support you i know that's not always the case with local authority because unfortunately they have a lot of people move around so i'm really we're really glad as a family that we came to fostering options um and it was through friends of ours that also work for fostering options and we met them on a camping trip about 10 years ago so when we decided to foster what what I did was I got in touch with them and sort of asked the best route into fostering because obviously I didn't know and they basically said to us well why don't you try our agency so we came along and yeah we decided to go with them and we're so glad we did and took their advice. (laughs) What do you think are the qualities needed to make a successful foster carer? I think the qualities needed to make a successful foster carer are you need to be patient, you need to be able to set uh, clear boundaries, you need to stick to those boundaries, you need to be caring, you need to be loving, you need to basically want all the things for those children that that you've given your own and that's the way we work basically and we feel it works and and be loving and and welcome into your home. What are the most rewarding things about fostering the most rewarding things about fostering are basically watching the children flourish and um, in terms of health education and you can see how happy they are and that's what makes it all worth it at the end of the day because <laughs> for example this morning one of them ran off into school and he would give me a backward glance and I had to go and say excuse me bye and you think <laughs> 
that just shows how happy they are because they feel so confident that they can do that and they've made all new friends and everything so that's really lovely so <laughs> that's that's what makes it worth it if one of our listeners out there is thinking to themselves hey I, I think I could do that I think I could become a foster carer what would you say to them okay so if you're asking yourself can I really do this the best thing to do is come along to an information evening and find out as much as you can which is what we did they hold lots of information evenings at all the different agencies including fostering options and so the best thing to do is arm yourself with as much information as you can and very often at the information evenings they will have people here that are already foster carers and you get to meet people that are already fostering and you can ask them questions um anything that you're worried about there are challenges of course because some of the children depending on the situation they've come from will need a little bit more support than your own children but very often it's as long as you set clear boundaries it's it's not that hugely removed from your own children it literally depends on what they've been exposed to but on the whole that's what I would say come along and get, get as much information as you can about it and um, you'll get a lot of support once you, once you're doing it and with us what we found was they um, allowed us to do respite initially just to see how we got on with fostering as, an, as um, a family because it's not just about me I've got a 14 year old daughter at home as well and it really depended on her and how everything fitted in with her so she she had the choice of what age group we fostered and that's the other thing with a private agency you can actually say although it does depend who comes on all the time what age group you feel would fit and mess with your family when you hear people talk about the negative aspects of fostering um what are your thoughts on that People that I've met in the community that are fascinated always ask the same questions and they always are. Do you get put on your walls? Do they really steal off you? And I go, well, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, but you get the training to help you with all of that. And then they're worried about their own children and how their own children would react as well. And again, you get a lot of support around that and making sure that your children don't feel left out and that they feel valued and that their views are still important and all of that kind of stuff because that can sometimes get lost in fostering because it's quite it's quite hard in our case because they're little they need a lot more input than my daughter does because she's 14 so we often go oh so and so did this this and this and this and then she'll be looking and I would go how was your day and at first she used to get the hump a bit and say what about me and I go well you're a young lady now you don't need me as much and you know you're brilliant because you're helping me as well you briefly touched on prospective foster carers feeling that fostering could negatively impact their birth children. If we could delve a little deeper into that, what are your thoughts? Last Christmas we were doing respite and she was sort of like finding it quite hard and I said to her, but how do you think they feel? And I think for her that was the turning point because I don't think she'd actually put herself in their shoes. Imagine how you'd feel if you were somewhere different, not with your family at Christmas be it's she was completely different after that so it's it's having that empathy and she's just brilliant with them now she's absolutely brilliant with them and so we say and we include her as part of our team always and she is part of the team so it's really taught her empathy and and responsibility i suppose i think there's a real family feel at fostering options and our assistant director julie once said it's not just the foster carers that foster it's the family most definitely because obviously they live in your home and they're a part of that and and the daily life so yeah it has to be that that really 
Right, well, thank you so much to Lorraine for telling her story with us today. And as always, a massive thank you to you guys, because without the listeners, we wouldn't be able to provide this podcast. So please do keep sharing it with your friends and family and talking about it on social media platforms. And don't forget to rate the podcast five stars if you can. It means so much. You can find out more on fostering at www.fostering-options.org. Until next time.